Hello everyone, uh, welcome to my podcast Preach with Georgiou where I share the word of God and hoping that it brings life to each and every one of you listening. Uh, so before we go right into it, I want us to have a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another wonderful day in your presence. Thank you, Lord God, for life. Thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking up. And Father, we commit everything that we're going to be talking about here today into your hands. We pray that, Lord, let your word impact lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And that, Father, Lord, even as we continue to grow in the knowledge of your word, help us, Lord God, to stand strong even up until when you come for us in the mighty name of Jesus. That, Lord God, we wouldn't be found wanting when you finally come in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, uh, the topic for today, so I started a series, or I am starting a series where we will be talking about those, you know, little sins that have become normal. That, and when I say normal, I mean for we as Christians, the things that we do, and, you know, they've just become part of us. We don't even see them as wrongs anymore. And the first on my list is lies. (laughs) lying is it's a very dicey topic i must confess it's something that you know people don't see as wrong or bad anymore um i titled it lies are okay to tell so it's a rhetorical rhetorical question and i'm going to start off by defining lying According to dictionary, it says lying is an intentionally false statement and is used with reference to a situation involving deception or founded on a mistaken impression. So when you're lying, you're not lying because you didn't know. It's an intentional act. And then um, I checked out what telling lies means. And it said it says getting when you get oneself into or out of a situation by lying when you tell evil jokes or you make false promises just because you want to get yourself in or out of a situation and i must confess <laughs> oh my goodness my relationship with my parents you know <laughs> there's sometimes when saying the truth is just going to extend and elongate the conversation and so lying is like the go-to thing But I I just want to thank God because I am more conscious of it now. And, you know, I do not want to be on that game again of lying. And it was was as bad as they would ask me a question and immediately I wouldn't even think it twice. I'll just be like, let me just lie. Because it's safer to lie than to tell the truth. If I were to tell the truth, this conversation is going to be longer than it should. So... What am I trying to say? I'm trying to tell us that we need to stop lying. We need to we need to let go of that thing. We need to make it stop. We need to stop lying, basically. And why is this a topic of concern? Lying is one of the sins that has become a norm. It's like the outfit we put on every day of our lives and it shouldn't be. As Christians, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do as people that are Christ-like? Christ never told a lie. Let's even start from there. If we say we are Christians, Christ never told a lie. We are not to lie. It's something that has become a part of us. And I'm guilty. I don't even lie. <laughs> I am guilty. But the truth is that his mercy endures forever. And he's willing to, you know, forgive us for each and every time that we have lied. And the Bible tells us that there are two types of people. that people that are forceful and the people that are truthful. And it's not... I'm sh- Like, when this was being written in the Bible, I'm sure it wasn't referring to, you know... Um, worldly people yes worldly people but even telling you that even the body of christ are people that are still lying are people that are truthful and we can't be both you have to choose one side when you find yourself doing both then you become a hypocrite 
and you know seeing right from wrong will become a hard thing for you to do because you've once at some point in your life you supported something by lying and now everybody's telling you to stand for what you believe in but you don't know if whether to stand for the right thing because you know you've been lying all along so choosing right from wrong will be very hard for you and john 8 44 says that as long as we lie it's be difficult to accept truth which means when you keep lying when you keep lying it will just be a part of you like <laughs> it's be difficult for you to accept and even tell the truth this is why we need to desist from it you can't go on with life like even at this age at our you know this stage of life lying is not something that you want to imbibe it's not something that you want to grow with it's something you need to drop i mean as children i agree children lie a lot it's it's fine it's not fine but it's fine because they're kids but my point is as an adult you don't want to be playing that same game and so god's word for us is that christ already came to take away the wrong behaviors colossians 3 89 says that our old self is dead so we shouldn't be lying to, to each other I mean, he has taken away that thing. Like, we died when Christ... Our old self died when Christ died. And when he rose up, we rose up with him. So, we can't be doing the same old thing that we used to do before. A typical example of people that lied. I'm sure we're very familiar with Ananias and Sapphira. When they asked them, was this the total money of um, you got from the land you sold? And Ananias lied. And then they were like, why would you lie? You're lying against the Holy Spirit. And that's how Ananias died. His wife came too, you know. She backed up that lie. And she slumped and died. That was how bad it was then. Imagine now that we just lie anyhow. Some of us lie to our pastors. Some of us lie to our parents. You know, and nothing has happened to us. God, you know, swallows. Thank God for his mercy. It's just because of his mercy, if you look at that. But trust me, God can be an angry God. I remember listening to a sermon by Daddy Drew, and he was telling us that God has seven wonders, and one of his wonders is the wonder of anger. God can get angry at you. This is why you shouldn't take him for granted and keep lying, because one day he can shock you, and you will be shocked. Well, you won't be shocked because the shock would probably, <laughs> I don't know, but you know, we shouldn't just be lying. So why does God detest it? It's because it is sin and it is very dif- disrespectful. Um, I'm going to open the Bible, Leviticus chapter 19, verse 11, Leviticus 1911, um, Leviticus 19 level says, do not steal, do not lie, because God doesn't vibe with that. So, another reason why God detests is because you will be grieving the you'll be grieving the Holy Spirit. Your conscience will be pricking you if he is still in there, anyways. You know. So the thing is sometimes when you lie, yeah, there's something that tells you, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Like you feel bad. There's some people that when they lie, there's no feeling bad. They're they're good. And when, when you've gotten to that level, you need to you know that you need to come back to, to God. Because there is no doubt that the Holy Spirit being in you, he, he's there to teach you. He's there to counsel you, to show you what is right from wrong. Imagine when you're lying and, you know, it, ha- it has just become a part of you. You cannot even say the truth again. Or when you lie, you don't even have conscience. You just feel like, I beg, it's just a lie. It's just another lie. It's, a, it's not a big deal. But for so many people, I'm sure that people out there, that when they lie... They just sit back down and be like, oh my God, I shouldn't have actually lied. Like, what would have what would have killed me even if I said the truth? Nothing. So, it's telling us here that you will be grieving the Holy Spirit if you keep lying. And that's what happened with Ananias and Sapphira. And when I was reading, I was just thinking to myself, I'm sure that this cannot be the first time that they would be lying to, you know, the to the guys in the church. I'm so sure that that wasn't the first time that they were doing it. And that was probably the height for, or like, the height of it all for God. So it says your conscience will actually prick you if God is still in there. Ephesians 4.30 says the Holy Spirit is there 
to bring you self-control and let it show in your tongue. The Holy Spirit is in us. One of the fruits is self-control. If you allow the Holy Spirit to take over, lying wouldn't be something that you would run to because you have self-control. You can control your tongue. You know what to say. You know what is right from wrong and you wouldn't want to tell a lie just because you're trying to get yourself in a situation or out of a situation. I mean, a typical example is people that probably go for a job interview and they ask you, how many years of experience do you have? And you lie and you say five. Bruh. <laughs> when you, you, you only have two, but you like to get a job, it's going to come back at some point during your years of working it can even come back just one month into the job some people get away with it but trust me it's better not to lie just say the truth and you know better opportunities can come your way it doesn't have to be that one it could be something better and also another reason why god detests it is because god hates people who lie some people like oh god doesn't hate yeah god doesn't hate but guess what the bible in proverbs chapter 12 verse 22 says it says oh gosh my my beautiful internet is messing me up all right i'm just gonna read it here it says lying lips are detestable to the lord lying lips your lips is part of your body lying lips so he doesn't like it when you lie he'll be like why are you lying i can imagine him sitting up there like why did you lie now as you have lied now how do you feel (laughs) all right now talking about how we should behave as christians ephesians 4:29 says that even in talking we should say what will help people even in our speech say what will help people caution your mouth everyone knows their poison you know whatever your weakness is i mean if the only option you have is to lie i think we need to check ourselves and so he's telling us here that in our talking let's say what what will help people don't lie always help people don't try to you know run away from the truth if you've done something own up to it you know it's an only up to people would respect you more if you lie and then they find out later that you lied there will be no respect for you um james 3 7 to 8 also talks about taming the tongue it's supposed to praise god but we often lay curses and do all sorts i mean i myself i'm guilty of this and i always you know ask god for mercy but it's telling us here now that we need to tame our tongues we need to be cautious of what we say because as you think in your heart so are you when you think and you say some things people tend to you know know the kind of person that you are and it'd be good if you tame your tongue that's where self-control comes and that's why you have the holy spirit to give you self-control i mean we could just say a word of prayer asking the holy spirit to help us to control ourselves and proverbs 21 23 says whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue <laughs> keeps himself out of trouble b it's not every time you need to talk it's not every time there's sometimes when you just need to keep shot and watch and even when they ask your opinion, just keep sure and watch. Just observe. Sometimes it's best. I mean, it's good to just watch. And when your opinion is needed, especially when you need to help people, then you can speak. But if it's that you speaking has to be you lying, don't do it. And the words of a lying tongue, Revelation 22, 15 says, <laughs> All sinners, all. It mentioned different types of sins. And it was very specific about the lying mouth. He said every one of them would be outside the gates of heaven. I don't want to be outside the gates of heaven. And I believe that people listening do not want to be outside the gates of heaven. So, there's nothing more. When you lie, is hell. Yes, sin is sin. But as Christians, we need to help ourselves. We know we were once in the world. And when you come into, you know, Christianity, it's a growth. You grow. 
you learn to drop certain things and as you grow you're dropping more before you you know you become perfect in as your father is perfect and that's why when um we're talking about different sins don't bring up the topic of sin is sin yes sin is sin but you need to start practicing from now nobody knows when jesus is gonna come i mean if if this is something you do already if this is even the one thing that you do that's hindering god from blessing you or you know stopping your your growth in christ you need to let it go so i'm just gonna say in closing i'm gonna read james 4 5 said god made the spirit to live in us so that we can be his and he's alone but just as the spirit wrestles the flesh you know so does the flesh too we have to be intentional about what we want to give ourselves to god or not to it's a choice and this is something i myself i have chosen to do that i want to give myself to god i don't want distraction i really just want to you know have that relationship with god i want to speak to him on a different level there was a time when all these things didn't really matter to me but you know growing up just shows you that you actually can't do life alone you need him you need an anchor and that's why we have jesus christ who stands as a mediator for us and god that's why god jesus is by the right hand of god to help whenever we do rubbish stuff i'm sure god is like i'm sure jesus is like god i'll handle this and then he speaks to us and says this is how you should do it don't do it this way so what am i just trying to say in essence god has made his spirit to live in us so that we can be his and he's alone god wants to be in our lives a hundred percent in every aspect of our lives and you can only do that if you make a choice to serve him and so if anybody's listening and you know you want to repent now's the time to just you know close your eyes and just ask god for mercy ask him to forgive you of all your sins of everything that you know has been besetting you in your race your christian race um i pray that god will touch our hearts and you know even when it comes to lying i pray that god will help us to tame our tongues i pray that he'll give us self-control in the mighty name of jesus in closing i also want to remind us of the scripture romans 12 verse 1 to 2 that's a scripture to meditate on if you're struggling with anything it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the message of god that you present yourselves your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service and be ye not trans and be not conformed or be transformed by the renewing of your mind renewing of your mind is your doing you decide that you want to change your heart so i am telling all of us out there give god a chance give hope a chance give peace a chance give love a chance and in closing i pray that god will continue to protect us even during his hard and trying times in jesus name amen thank you guys for listening please don't forget to share and also tell your friends and friends of friends and enemies of friends to join and listen to my podcast please share thank you guys very much god bless you the song i'm going to play today is defender by upper room and this is a very beautiful song i believe that every christian should listen to it speaks about god defending us even in the worst times amen